Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, the Fluff Brendan and the Star Catherine, the Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at the Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Okay, we're back. Again. What are we talking about? Dynamite. Rampage. AEW. Same shit we always talk about. Also, beautiful background. Fresh fucking background. June 7th. Beautiful background. Look look at them titties. Yeah. Look at them pepperonis. Look at them pepperonis. Yeah, see? My hand is fondling CM Punk's nipples. See? (laughs) Dun dun. Now, now, I'm rubbing his nipples. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, Bobby, come get him. And you can only see this if you watch the video on Patreon. So, you should have a look, and now that's going to be a weird clip. That somebody could get of just me saying, I am rubbing CM Punk's nipples. And if you want to see the video, sign up at Patreon. Uh-huh. Why are you sending me a thing for a Switch controller? Because I need a Switch controller, but uh, getting them through Nintendo is too damn much. Hmm. Why don't you ask your daddy for it? Why do that? Why am I the one always having to buy shit? Because you're the cool parent. Come on. Are you sure about that? So what do you got for me in news? Um, June 29th is going to be a fun day. Why? Because AEW Fight Forever comes out. Mm, time to get your ass kicked. And they are live streaming Fight Forever gameplay right now on Twitch. Okay. They are showcasing Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. Okay. But, um, what other news is there? I didn't. Mm, 
I really haven't seen a lot of news like that um or that intrigued me more than what it usually does. Just besides Discord discourse of if CM Punk showing up, is he not? And just that. That's basically what my timeline's been filled with. Basically trash. Not trash. Yo, this game looks so fucking good. Basically trash. So I'm hearing WWE might do cuts soon. Oh, yeah. Did see that. July 1st is their cutoff date, I think they said. I think so. Oh, new shirt. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine's in the dresser. I haven't put it on yet. Um, yeah, we expected budget cuts. Who do you think they're cutting? Oh, I think Gargano might be on that list. I think Candice LeRae might be on that list. I think you might be right. The people that are safe are Roman, Seth. Uh, It'd definitely be most of the call-ups that Triple H brought back. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if Bronson Reed's on that list, if I'm new to New Japan, I don't bring that dude back. He fucked you guys over. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, I could see Karrion Cross getting the kite. They'll trim down that roster to make it more profitable. Mm-hmm. Merger. Ooh. Why does signing into your account have to be difficult? What are you signing into my account for? Not your account, my account. Oh, what are what are you trying but to I clean, do? I had to clean out my my Google Chrome so it doesn't remember all my passwords anymore and I have to go back in and put them all in. Oh, oh. we're trying to record. You can do that later. Um, fuck you. I'll do it now. Well, no, um, we're trying to record here. Now you know how I feel when you stay on your phone. Anywho. That is the fucking post you sent me, you jackasses. Oh, maybe that was a two, not a Z. My bad. Yeah, my bad. So, did you watch BTE Monday? Yeah. We watched it together. So, there are certain words I never expected to hear out of one Kenny Omega's mouth. Those words were... Break my ba- break my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Yeah. Words I never thought I'd hear from Kenny Omega. I wouldn't call that news. No, I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was funny. What's funny? But besides the budget 
kept playing and fight forever. Really, state. I don't have any other news. Oh, I have something else I want to talk about. CM Punk. I have it. I have an idea. Okay. What if once this outcast stuff is done, Tony Storm joins Bullet Club? Sure, why not? Sure. She could join Bullet Club. Bullet Club needs a woman. As long as Jamie Hayter gets to be in United Empire. Okay, I'll be down for that. Speaking of United Empire, it kind of sucked that uh, Mark Davis is injured and Kyle Fletcher had to drop the titles. So TK should put the international title on them. Fuck yeah. So what are your thoughts on Booker T saying that Drew McIntyre potentially could go anywhere and be a star? He's right. And don't know if McIntyre leaves or not. But if he does, I wouldn't mind. Has he ever wrestled in New Japan? I'm unsure about that. I know he's wrestled in Impact. Maybe he can go to New Japan. Mm, I feel like TK would swoop him up, though. I'd, uh, probably, but I'm just saying if he wanted to go to New Japan. Which, I wouldn't mind seeing a Drew McIntyre versus Kenny Omega match. No, I wouldn't either. Who do you think is the biggest babyface in AEW? And you cannot say Hangman Adam Page. Why not? Because I said so. Adam Cole. If we're going off of right now, it's Adam Cole. Or Willow. I could see Willow. I'd also have to... And it's going to kill me to say this. Jesus fucking Christ. Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Adam Page, Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy, and Willow, I would say are your top four baby faces. I mean, Hater, she's up there. Mm, Britt, Britt's up there. Uh, Sam Punk when he comes back? No. Sam Punk in Chicago? No. Mm. No. Eddie Kingston? Yeah, I can see that. So if you had to rank the four pillars in AEW, just the men, how would you rank them? Maxwell, Darby, Sammy, Jungle Boy. Nice. I think I would do Max, Sammy, Darby, and then Jungle Boy. So evidently, Corey Graves says that WWE should book Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. What do you think? 
This is why Corey Graves isn't head of creative in WWE. I mean, it's easy to make somebody look good when they're going up against another wrestler. But two people who came from the outside of wrestling, I don't think that would go so well. Damn. Why are we dying? So evidently, Matt Cardona just called out Nick Houseman. Who's Nick Houseman? The dipshit that started the brawl by asking CM Punk that fucking question at All Out. Mm. So oh, that's the deal that Heyman made fun of. Mm-hmm. So Matt Cardona in a tweet said, "Hey, at Nick Houseman, you tried to." interview in quotes me months ago but then decided not to when i wouldn't give you dirt you didn't want to talk about any of my projects now you want to interview me and blaming your ex-boss for what happened months ago i told you via email that i do not want to speak to you maybe you'll understand if i tweet it damn that's why i don't believe anybody any of these so-called fucking journalists about wrestling. If I do not hear something from the people within WWE themselves, so meaning Vince, Nick Khan, Triple H, or Tony Khan for AEW, I don't believe nothing. Hey, PWI is pretty on point, though. I don't believe nothing. Pro Wrestling Insider is pretty good. Dang, you go, Cardona. I don't have a problem with that, Cardona. I don't either. And speaking of... Not Matt Cardona, but... What do you think hurt AEW more? The brawl out? Losing Cody Rose? Neither AEW's fine? Or you don't care when it's raw? Uh... I don't give a fuck about the last one. Cody leaving was whatever. I I guess it would be the brawl out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that was some bad PR. It was, but PR is PR. Yeah, that is true. So, with the great ticket sales that AEW has done at Wembley, do you think AEW could do all-in at a football stadium in North America someday? The big house. 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 My next question, where do you think they should do it from? The big house. You know they'll fucking do it from Chicago, because, you know, they don't know to go anywhere else but fucking Chicago. First of all, no need to yell. And they haven't been to Chicago in a while. I had to do that. June is the first time they'll be back in Chicago. Since like November. And also they're going to all of Canada the rest of June. 
So no, they don't only go to Chicago. Yes, they do. Shut the fuck up. Nobody no, the fuck they don't. You need to get out out of your head because they don't only go to Chicago. Anyway. For their big shows, yes, they go to Chicago, which is fair. That's a good crowd. And when CM Punk comes back on June 17th in Chicago, it will be a good crowd. That's why they did Rampage when he showed up there. That's why they do All Out there every year. And when the crowd fucking sucks, I don't want to hear your mouth. Chicago's never going to have a bad crowd. Mm. Unless it's a WWE event. Mm. But you just hate Chicago. And trust me, I hate the city of Chicago too. No, I don't hate the city of Chicago. The city of Chicago is very beautiful. I've been there. Would like to go back and do more stuff. Anyway, moving on. My next question for you is, do you believe wrestling journalists have neg- negatively affected the perception and popularity of pro- of the pro wrestling business within the last 25 years? Yeah. Fuck yeah, they have. That's why I'm not a pro wrestling journalist. I have a podcast to talk about wrestling. I don't go out to report on shit. Well, I mean, we kind of do because we talk about news. But we're not breaking the news. We talk about what we see. That's not reporting. That's us giving our opinions on said news. Do you think other wrestling promotions, past or present, are under the microscope creatively more than WWE by fans? What do you mean by that? Do you think other wrestling promotions are under the microscope creatively more than WWE by the fans? Meaning, do they give WWE more of a pass than they would Impact, AEW, New Japan? Oh, yeah, they do all of them. And it's like that in the media. Y'all gonna get to hear this? You can tell it's in the media. But that's just wrestling journalism for you, people. Sucks, but it's true. Anywho, what else do you got? Oh, that's for when we talk about Double or Nothing. Oh, so you remember Jonathan Coachman, right? Oh, God, not this bullshit. Uh, uh, it started let me give you context so it started out with a tweet from Raj Geary who is the most dumbass motherfucker probably on the planet (laughs) well I don't know there might be a few more but he says that he don't think I've ever seen the success of a wrestling TV show be as dependent on one person as AEW Collision has been with CM Punk for that reason alone I think AEW needs to make it work with Punk Coach replied to him and said, talking about when he was with WWE, that they had tried to run a live show on Saturdays. It, oops, I lost my thing. It just doesn't work. It doesn't matter if The Rock was the backbone of the show. It wouldn't work. People just don't watch TV on Saturdays. The punk experiment should be over. And this is why 
Does he even still work at ESPN? I believe so. I don't know what the fuck he he's not on Sports Center. I think he likes writes for like articles and shit. Cause I watch Sports Center every fucking day. He's never on it. So your thoughts on that? I think people don't watch TV on Saturdays. Um, I do. I watch college football in the fall. And okay, watch. I watch baseball in the summer, soccer in the spring. Okay, but the difference is with soccer that comes on early in the morning, and the latest it'll come on is like three p.m. But with this, you're going. It's about to start football season. Well, college football. That'll probably take away some of your viewers. It's fine. But you'll still do a solid number. Because the people who watch Dynamite are going to be the same people that watch Collision on Saturdays. And plus, how many wrestling fans have lives that they go out on Saturdays? Unless it's for a wrestling event. I don't know. I got into a Twitter argument with some dweeb who... uh said that nobody will be watching Collision on Saturdays because they'll be going out. And I said, well, that's what a DVR for. And he replied, no, it isn't. Well, if it isn't, what the fuck is it for? I mean, that's what I do. I record shit that I want to watch if I know I've got somewhere to go. Yeah. I mean, like, I love Vanderpump Rules. It comes on Wednesday night. AEW Dynamite comes on Wednesday nights. Which one do I watch and which one do I record? Dynamite. You know, I'm missing the first hour of Dynamite tonight. I record Vanderpump Rules and I go back and watch it while I watch Dynamite Live. And yes, I do record Dynamite also because I have to go back and take notes. But I'm just saying, that motherfucker was stupid. Some stupid ass fucking millennial bitch whore. Oh, calm down. It's not that serious. It's only Twitter. So I have another question for you about one of your favorite people. What one? Um, who is or was the more dom- dominant champion between Okada and Roman Reigns in Okada's run from 2016 to 2018, where he held the championship for 720 days? Or Roman Reigns' current run? Okada because he didn't need to have his stupid little cousins help him. And Okada also had more defenses of his title in in that time. Well, of course he does, because Roman shows up for four pay-per-views a year. I'm surprised he's doing Night of Champions. Oh, I think he was told he had to do Night of Champions. Saudi probably told him. Mm Mm-hmm. But no. Stupid. Oh, that's the double or nothing. Also, Kata is just much fucking better. Oh. What about this stat for one, everybody's favorite female wrestler, Tony Storm? This will be her fourth AEW women's title pay-per-view match since joining AEW since yeah. a year ago. And guess what? She's not winning. 
Because the title is staying on the hater train, baby. The hater train is keeping the title passed all in. And passed all out. She can lose it at full gear. How about that? But, anywho, any other wrestling news? Mm, I got some, but we'll talk about that um, when we do our double or nothing predictions. Because it's about double or nothing. Oh, besides the injury bug going after women. Yeah. Lynn Morgan has a torn rotator cuff. Dakota Kai tore her, tore, tore her ACL. Mercedes broke her ankle. You know how Dakota Kai tore her ACL? No, how? By protecting Liv Morgan because she knew Liv was hurt. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. But the Mercedes injury is only like two to three months. Is that what they said? For a broken ankle? A broken ankle? Depends on where you break it at and whatnot. Could be six to eight weeks. Could be four months. Just depends. Well, hopefully she didn't break it too bad. I mean, AJ broke his at a house show. And how long was he out? Well, he broke it in December. January. He came back what? He broke it in January. Yeah, he just recently came back in May. So January, February, March, April. About four months. So she won't be at Forbidden Door more than likely. No, but depending on how... Re- oh, no, she's definitely not going to be at Forbidden Door, but that leaves the door open for all in. But, anywho, if you don't have any wrestling news, it is time... Oh, I have. Then it's time to get into Dynamite and Rampage. And Rampage, I mean Dynamite, where were they at? Austin, Texas. Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. No? Why not? Oh, God. They were showing a Jericho versus a Brit match on Fight Forever, and Jericho hit Brit with the Judas effect, and somebody in the comments said Brit has another black eye now. What the fuck? Well, damn. That does look. Show me Kenny Omega in the video game. Oh, shit. So you know how uh, there's supposed to be a TK announcement about where Collision's gonna be? Yes. Can we get into Dynamite Rampage? Yes, but I want to tell you this. Somebody took took the graphics and took that out and put put in there. Tony Khan will announce the first location of Ibushi's AEW debut debut and put Ibushi in there. Good, good, very good. I agree. Oh shit! NXT Battleground still has a thousand tickets left to sell. 
can't go. I'm busy Sunday. I can't go on busy Sunday too. You'll be at the race and I'll be sitting home watching double or nothing. I'll be hanging out with some of my with your pop up. You'll be hanging out with your pop up. But Dynamite Rampage. Hold on, let me find the right notebook. Because we gotta record Ring of Honor too. I had it up first. Because I thought that's what we were gonna do first. Oh, that's Rampage. Oh, here we go. So, we kick off with Wardlow coming out to do a promo. Kinky bastard. You know, just like Joe Swanson. What? If you go back and watch Dynamite, he has a gray polo in gray pants on. He was dressed like Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Okay, I don't know who that is. I don't I really watch Family Guy. The like dude that. in Family Guy who's in the wheelchair. Yeah, I don't watch Family Guy like that. Anyway, he was looking fine as, as normal. He lays out his championship and tells Christian to come out here and spit in his face. Kinky bastard. I mean, I got something that could spit in his face between my legs. Oh, God. Just saying, he wants somebody to spit in his face. I'm volunteering. No, yes. No, nope. What'd you put your hood on for? Jesus. No. No. So Christian comes out, says you don't have what it takes to be champion. He goes to spit in Wardlow's face. Wardlow stops him. Christian low blows Wardlow. Luchasaurus and Christian with a beat down. Pulls out a ladder. Um, that's the hint. We're getting a ladder match at double or nothing for the TNT title between Wardlow and Christian Cage. Christian, better. I'm not gonna be upset if Christian wins. Neither would I. A heel Christian with a title would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know who would come after him. It's mm-hmm. a good question. Who's a good mid-carter that could come after Christian? Takeshita. Mm, we got plans for Takeshita. I will talk about them later. Uh, damn. Really don't know. Keith Lee. Jay White. Jay White is not a party. Um, Ricky starts. Ricky versus Christian. That could be good. Mm. Haven't we had that already? No. Uh, we probably had them in a match, but I don't know if it was a feud. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um. 
I would be down for a Ricky Starks Christian Cage feud. Swerve. I heard the cat meow. What do you meow at? So Maxwell's sitting on the very top of the cat plaything. Vader jumps up and tries to knock him down. And then Maxwell's sitting up there like, what, motherfucker? <laughs> Guess what? Maxwell has the high ground. Hey, Anakin, you've tried this before. It failed. So you turned into Vader, who you are now. And now Maxwell's got his head leaning over, and Vader is on the bottom step. <laughs> and Max just jumped. Now Vader's playing with the little ball. And he keeps pushing his head up through the, the basket part and moving the basket back and forth. They're not That's hilarious. Anyway. Next, we finally get our first match of the night. And of course, who fucking always opens dynamite? Darby Allen. No. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No. You know who the motherfucker Big is. Big Bill. The most lamest motherfucker in AEW. Daniel Garcia. The most lamest motherfucker in AEW. Tony Orange Cassidy teaming up with Darby Allen versus Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Um, people on Twitter were bitching about this match. Like, oh, what was the reason? Um, they fought in a house show. You got to keep up with shit. You think they pay attention to Twitter? No. Because they need to be spoon fed, uh, spoon fed everything. I can't talk this morning, this afternoon. I mean, most of the matches on Raw this past week had no story to them, but they don't talk about that. Because why would they? But yet again, gotta see fucking orange lame ass Cassidy on my TV. Why fucking why is the first line of notes under this? I um, put the world title on him one day. I, I know that's what TK is doing because TK is sucking that man's dick hard like that. Well, at least at least Big Bill and Darby Allen carried the match. Or Orange Cassidy's just good and people hate him for no reason. Like a bunch of you fucks do. I give him props when he has a good match. His match with Will Ospreay was fucking awesome. I I still got that on the DVR, I think. I would go back and watch it. Yes, in his matches during this run. But Will carried good. that match. But Will carried that match. I love Will Ospreay. I do. But both of them did their part in that match. You just have a hate boner for Orange Cassidy. Last time I checked, I don't have a boner. You have a hate pussy for Orange Cassidy. What's a hate pussy? When you hate somebody for no fucking reason. I have a reason. And you never explain why you hate him. His character is lame as fuck. That's not a good reason. It's my reason, and it's the best it's fucking reason you need. Reason. That's your opinion, and opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. 
And this time your opinion is wrong. Nope, I am. What does my shirt say? I'm never wrong. And you're wrong. So Moriarty and Orange Cassidy start off the match. Um, we see Orange Cassidy has an injury to his hand and back. Go ahead and break his back and break his hand so he'll get off my fucking screen. Moriarty goes for a pin on Orange Cassidy. Cassidy tags in Darby. Moriarty tags in Bill. Bill takes Darby down. Darby needs to use his speed against Bill's tall, lanky-ass body. Darby and OC go flying through the ropes. Crowd is chanting for Darby, but I don't hear no OC chants. Ooh, is he losing momentum? Yay! All right. Moriarty with the crossface locked in on Orange Cassidy. Break his face! Break his face! Break his face! Then we have Darby with a coffin drop. Then he turns it into a side headlock takeover and gets the pin with the side headlock takeover. Sending a message to what Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah, I bet Max isn't happy about that one. Mm, Max ain't gonna be happy about a lot of things that went down on Dynamite, but we're gonna get no. to that. All right, your thoughts on that match? I enjoyed the match. Oh, it was a fun little opening match to kick off Dynamite. Darby and OC, of course, they got the win because they won't give Big Bill anything. But yeah, I don't have an issue with this match. Next, we see the Young Bucks walking in, and Marvez goes and asks them about Kenny Omega, and Matt says that he's banged up, but he is okay. And we see the BCC roll up behind in the parking garage. Matt says that we don't need to do this right now, that we're cool. And then the Young Bucks throw their suitcases at them, and they begin to brawl. And then we see Cody who dropped poor Nick Jackson dick first on top of a truck. Wheeler got fucked up by that suitcase, though. Then Mock says that we are the elite, the only elite in this business. Your thoughts on that? Yuda got fucked up by that suitcase. Well, we're going to talk about poor Yuda. Last week wasn't a good week for Wheeler. Poor Wheeler, man. What do you do to deserve this? Stop aging hate. Okay, the one bad thing about Wheeler is he's from Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And the only good thing from Philadelphia would be Wheeler Yuta and Philly Cheesesteaks, which sounds really good right now. Might need to go to Meek and No Sink It when it's pretty bad that the Greek restaurant has the best Philly Cheesesteak in town. Well, there's no, like, Philly Cheesesteak place around here. I know of, at least. No. I got this place in Wilmington I want to go to try. Maybe we need to take a trip to the beach. Anyway, we get an Orange Orange Cassidy again on my fucking TV. Yet again. He uh, says, or Renee Paquette says that Kyle Fletcher wants a shot at his international title. Orange Cassidy proceeds to say there are lots of people who want a shot 
at his title at Double or Nothing and proceeds to go on and say, if you want a shot, go find Tony Khan and let him know. I will fight them all. Next, we move to a Sammy Guevara versus X's Prime. Is this Optimus Prime's brother? You've made that joke before. Yes. Is it his cousin? I don't know. Long lost father. No, I don't think so. I think Optimus is older. I will say he had some really cool eyes. I'm pretty sure they were contacts. They were really cool. It was basically a squash match. Sammy hit the GTH, got the win. He grabbed a microphone. Crowd started chanting Sammy. People were bitching because they thought that Sammy was turning babyface again. But, I mean, he is from Texas, so I can see why the crowd cheered for him. Um, I think Sammy's money is in being a heel. Because he's a really good heel. People only like him because, uh, or don't like him because he ended up with Tay. Well, I mean, bitch is a homewrecker. I haven't liked Sammy even before that, though. I haven't neither. I do give um it there again, like Orange Cassie. I'll give him his props. He's a great fucking wrestler. You there you have it, folks. She said Orange Cassie is a great fucking wrestler. I I said he was a good wrestler. His his gimmick is lame. He's a good... I will say Orange Cassidy can be a good wrestler when he wants to be, like when he has to wrestle Will Ospreay. Okay, what about his match against Daniel Garcia? That was good. Garcia carried that match. Then we get AJ Lethal promo, FTR jumps him. And, of course, we get the debut of the adulteress Karen Engel with her DSL. Which, luckily, she... Doesn't have the All Elite graphic. I'm waiting for you to ask me what DSL means. Dick sucking lips. Mm-hmm. Honey, lay off the Botox in your lips. Your thoughts on that? Eh. On those two things? Whatever. So I, I have to say. Next, we get a Darby Allen promo. Renee asks if the spot takeover headlock was a message to Maxwell. Darby says it was definitely a message to Max. Sammy rolls up, says, I know we have a unique history. You don't trust me, says he isn't laying down for Max. And he isn't making it easy for any of the other guys in the match. But someone needs to take the belt off of that prick. Darby replies and says, let the best man win. Mm. They're gonna fuck over Max in this match, but Max is still going to win. Like, Max is gonna get fucked up. Probably. I don't know. I mean, Max's title reign has been very blah. Outside of the Danielson stuff. Yeah, I mean... I've enjoyed the Four Pillar stuff. I... I could... In a strange way, TK making him drop the belt. Max is better as a chaser than as the champion. I think if he's the drop, and we'll get into that later. And next we get um 
Ruby Soho and Tony Storm versus Brick Baker, Britt Baker and Sheeta, which was supposed to be a triple match, but Hater wasn't clear to compete. So instead of the Outcast versus them, it became a tag match. I dig Sheeta's new gear. Yeah, the gear was cool. Soho is, and Tony Storm attack first. We see Sheeta with a Hurricane Rada on Tony Storm, then Fist to Soho. Sheeta looked like a firecracker had just been popped out. Soho gets an opening. Storm comes in. We see Britt Baker with forearms to Tony Storm's face. Gets a two count on Tony Storm. Tony Storm hits the hip attack on Baker, who was sitting on the apron. Then Tony Storm sprays Britt Brit Baker in the face, hits Storm Zero and Baker on Baker and gets the win, which is Tony Storm's fifth win in eight days in AEW. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I could see Tony Storm winning the title, sadly. But talk about a minute. I don't think now's the time to take it off of Hater. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. So hold your thoughts for that. I thought it was a, a very good women's match. Oh, it was a good women's match. But that's what you get when you have Ruby Soho, who is a good wrestler. Sheeta, who is a great wrestler. Britt Baker, who is a good wrestler. And Tony Storm, who is a great wrestler. And all four of them have good chemistry with each other. And they trust each other. And it shows in their matches. Yet again, this motherfucker shows up on my TV for a third goddamn time. <laughs> Is TK trying to kill me with this? I mean, just go ahead and punch my eyes out, shoot me, strangle me, do something. Anyway, it is yet another Orange Cassidy promo. Renee says that 20 people went to see Tony Khan about challenging for Orange Cassidy's belt. Orange Cassidy goes, that's a lot. Guess I will fight them all. But I'll be in it too, so that would be 21. Says, oh, we'll be in Vegas. Blackjack Battle Royal. And then he asked Renee she wanted to be in it, and she says she's good. They should put Renee in it and have her win. Put the title on Renee. Even though... If there was a woman in AEW to win a men's title on, like, a China run, who would that woman be? Nala Rose. I can't tell if you're joking or being serious. No, I'm being serious. I love Nyla. Nyla is cool. Nyla has the best Twitter account for wrestling. But, um... I and if it's not her, if it's not her, it's Stokely. It's who? Stoke. Stokely. 
Stokely's Twitter is pretty good. Oh. Or Danhausen. But yeah, if you were going to put a men's title on a woman, I would probably say Nyla. Or if Marina Shafir gets it down, I could see her. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more somebody like Jade Cargill, but yeah. yeah, Jade. I forgot about Jade, but yeah. Them would be my three. If Marina Shafir could get ungreen, but I think I would go with Nala or Jade right now. I mean, I did make the international title in my universe mode a women's title. Because I had too many men's titles. I needed a women's belt. Anyway, your thoughts on another Orange Cassidy promo? Woo! Blackjack Battle Royal! And I think he's losing it. Yes. We're going to talk about that when we do our double or nothing prediction. But I don't know who's in the match. Even though Kyle Fletcher did say if he doesn't win tonight, he'll be in the match. Which he's not winning tonight, so you need to put him putting So he'll win on Sunday! Um, but we'll talk about that when we do our double or nothing predictions whenever your lazy ass wants to do them. We'll do them tomorrow. When we do our other predictions. We get a shit ton of predictions to do. We should just do a prediction show and just combine them all. That's what we did last time, Mother. That's what we were going to do this time. That's what we did when WrestleMania NXT, what was it? Impact and New, New Japan, Japan Impact. Yeah, that's what we did for Mania Weekend. We just combined. Right. Whatever you say, because you're always right and I'm always wrong. Anyway, I guess this would make up for me having to fucking see Orange Cassidy on my TV three times. You get TK! It just, it a little bit makes up for that. Just a little bit. And he knows this collision. But he doesn't tell you where it's going to be. No. That's tonight. He announces that he's going to announce collision next week. <laughs> he announces the location of... He announces collision, but the location of collision is tonight. Then he hypes up their Canada tour for the summer. And everybody had a fit on how he said a certain city name. Saskatchewan? No. Quebec? No. No. Even though they should go to Quebec. There's a city in Canada called Regina. And everybody thought he said vagina. (laughs) Like, Twitter blew up with that. I'm like, that's how they pronounce the city name in Canada. Although it's spelled like Regina. That is fucking awesome. What? In AEW Fight Forever, you can control slash trigger the pyro and change camera angles during wrestlers' entrances. I bet you can't do that in 2K. You can't do that in 2K. Even okay. whenever I do Cody entrance, my PlayStation sounds like a 
attacked helicopter. Can I move on now? Yes. I just thought that was a cool feature. Oh, anything about the announcement? Uh, before I move on. My background says it all. Your background sucks ass. No offense. Anywho, moving on. Next, we get Chris Jericho versus Roderick Strong in a Falls Count Anywhere match. The match was really good. This is Strong's uh, AEW singles debut. We have the JAS and Adam Cole banned from the building, which I am quite sure Jericho has something up his sleeve because it would not be Chris Jericho if he doesn't. And have we ever known Chris Jericho to play by the rules? No, because Chris Jericho is a good bad guy. You love him when he's a good guy, but you hate him when he's a bad guy. And right I now, should love him when he's a bad guy because that's how I was with Triple H. Well, right now he is currently fighting or in a feud with Adam Cole. So I don't appreciate him right now. When he gets out of this feud with Adam Cole, I will appreciate him again. Same so thing if we Tony to is So if we were to go to an AEW event like tonight, you would not be singing Judas? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I can't make that promise. But when mm. Judas is over, there would be boots coming from my mouth. And that ain't the only thing to be coming from your mouth. Mm. <laughs> so... Strong attacks Jericho before he can even get his jacket off. Then I put, oh hell, Strong is screwed because Aubrey's the ref. No, he's not. Jericho's screwed. Strong's looking good. They begin exchanging chops. They fight in the concourse. They throw food in each other's face. Jericho gets some ice cream or something thrown in his face and looked like somebody had come hard in his face. Like his wife put that sticky stuff all over him. That must have been some good pussy juice. What the fuck? They go into the stairwell. Probably not a good place to be wrestling. They're wrestling like on this edge beside the stairwell. I just knew one of them was going to fall off and get hurt. It did look really cool. Then Strong goes out the door. They fight outside. And what is waiting outside? One Adam Cole baby. And he begins to beat on Chris Jericho. Strong gets the pin and the win. And he pinned him in some weeds. Good. Jericho deserved to lose. Which I am surprised Jericho put Roderick Strong over. Like, storyline wise. Yes, and I'm surprised Jericho heeded to the legal papers that said the JS could not be there. Again. Except for Sam Guevara. 
we'll get into it when we get into Rampage. I have a theory. Anyway, as they were fighting in the concourse and security was trying to hold the fans back, the security guard almost knocked down the poor cameraman while they were fighting. <laughs> like, if that security guard would have knocked the cameraman down and the cameraman would have dropped that camera and broke it, I would have, if I was TK, had been pissed at my security guard. I'd be like, dude, did you not see the cameraman? That's coming out of your paycheck. I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed the match. I don't think I'd ever seen Strong wrestle except for like the tag match he did the week before. So I'd never seen him wrestle one-on-one. I watched his old Ring of Honor stuff. Pretty good. Oh! Should we tell the people what we were doing when we had a church function on Saturday night? Why don't we save that for the end? Okay. Yes, and let's talk about my attire for that church function. So next, we move on. We get Roosh and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So Sammy gets a squash match, and Jack Perry gets an ass-kicking match from the hands of Roosh. Because... They're trying to make Sammy look strong going into the match. Fair. And Jungle Boy is against all odds here. The worst of the four. He's not on the level of Darby, Maxwell, or Sammy. He, and so he has to overcome the odds, a.k.a. why they put him in the match with Roosh. And People were complaining, but you still have Roosh look strong, and you have Jungle Boy go over, but you have him win in a not very Roosh way. You have Jungle Boy go over by him, what was it, a roll-up and him holding the tights? Mm, I think so. So, in... If you've been paying attention to the story, Max has been telling Jungle Boy that you're going to have to do whatever it takes to win. That's what Jungle Boy did. He did what it took to beat Roosh. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Jungle Boy do what it takes to win on Sunday, which I don't think he is. But boom, there's your story. That's why the stuff played out the way it did. Damn, I'm good. AEW Games will be dropping updates about AEW Fight Forever every week until it's released. Good. But, anywho. Roosh did send out a tweet. It says that uh, he respects Jungle Boy, even though he took that ass kicking like a man. Uh, but, anywho. Break down the and I'll be right back. So Roosh's Jungle Boy out of the ring, slams him into the barricade. Jungle Boy is busted open. Roosh begins with headbutts. He sends Jungle Boy over the barricade. Jungle Boy with a clothesline, but it doesn't phase Roosh. Jungle Boy begins with some chops to Roosh. Then he does a drop kick that finally takes Roosh down. 
Jungle Boy gets the win. LFI with the beatdown. Sammy and Darby come out to help. Darby hits a scorpion death drop on poor Jose. What the fuck, man? Why are you hurting Jose like that? What did Jose ever do to Darby Allen for Darby Allen to drop a scorpion death drop on Jose? Jose is just there for moral support for Rouge and Preston Vance when they wrestle. That's some bullshit. I think Jose needs to file a complaint with Mark Sterling and sue Darby Allen. That's what I think. Anyway, the match was really good. I get your point about they trying to make Jungle Boy look like a little pussy and that he's going to have to do whatever to win. Anyways. No, I don't. This probably was my favorite match. Wonder why. Because I got to see Roosh on Dynamite. Yeah, I like Jose. So now I'm going to have to boo Darby Allen for hurting Jose. Because that, that has blue sheets. I'm having to wait for Brendan because he's a slow motherfucker. Because he went to get him something to drink. And like he moves at sloth pace. Okay. Anyways, the Russian Jungle Boy match was really fucking good. I enjoyed it. And I agree. Jose should sue Darby Allen. Then we see MJF watching from the back. Renee asks him how he's feeling. And he slaps the microphone out of her hand. Two things. Probably the two things I'm thinking, but go for it. First of all, Max probably done fucked up. Because Renee is probably going to tell Moxley. And then not only are you going to get your ass kicked by Moxley, you're going to get your ass kicked by Claudio. Then you're going to get your ass kicked by Danielson. Then Yuta's going to jump in. You're going to get your ass fucked up for that one. And second of all, apparently this wasn't supposed to be a Renee Paquette. Wasn't even supposed to be in one of the backstage interviewees. I guess that's what you call them? Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be Britt Baker telling Max that after Double or Nothing... He won't have the championship for long, baby. And I wish we were—I wish we got that instead of the Renee thing, because Adam Cole is taking that title off of Max. 
Adam Cole has to be the one that takes the title off of Maxwell. And no, the match won't be at Forbidden Door. It might be at All In. Maxwell versus Adam Cole main event of All In. Could be that. I don't think it will be. But maybe it's the main event of All Out. But no, Adam Cole will be AEW World Championship going in World Champion going into twenty twenty four. Are we done now? Yes. My my thoughts on this: Maxwell has a death wish. Uh huh. Because he's gonna get his ass kicked by Moxley. Uh huh. Which I think Renee probably could kick his ass. And I'm not a Renee fan, but I think she probably could kick his ass. No, but she has been coming around on Renee since she's joined AEW. I will say she is much better than what she was in WWE. And I think it was probably because all the shit was written for her. Yeah. Just like I said, I always ragged Samantha Irvin for her her in-ring announcement thingies when she announces people. Like, she fucking screams. And I would sit here on the couch and make fun of her. But hearing her live, it doesn't come across that way. I thought she was as good on TV. It it sounded much better live than it does on TV. No, she sounds like she's fucking screaming on TV. Well, also, they probably fucking turn her microphone up to fucking 20. But anyway, yeah. Max has got a death wish. Mm-hmm. Anywho, moving on. Anyhow, so you remember I told you about the Matt Cardona tweet, right? Uh-huh. So Nick Housen replied to him and dropped the full email exchange with Cardona a few months ago and said that it was very unfortunate how things played out and that he's always liked Matt and still does. Where Matt Cardona replied and said, let's add some context. Did you email me out of the blue asking to speak with me? No, you did not. But you don't really like to tell the whole story or the truth. You just want dirt. You just want clicks. That's why I'll repeat what I said to you in our email exchange. You are what's wrong with this business. You go, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. Tell me where Matt Cardona lied. Uh, he didn't. He didn't lie. No shit. We already knew CM Punk was good to go for AEW Collision. Woohoo! Look in my eyes. Even though you did have to sign an agreement with AEW. Because, you know, there was a rumor that Rod Geary dropped this at AEW sent CM Punk. Rod Geary was on Hennessy when he said that. He was drunk out of his mind when he said that. I do believe they did send him some papers saying, if you do da-da-da again, we will sue you. I think they did send him some papers to cover their own ass that he has to sign before they'll put him on promo stuff, and that's why they were waiting to announce him being at collision. 
Anyway, then we get a Tony Storm promo. And they talk about her four wins in five days. Says that. Oh, she says, you know who isn't setting records in AEW? Jamie Hayter. And she challenges Hayter for the women's title at double or nothing. Thoughts? You're not winning the title, sweetheart. Don't worry about your husband getting his ass kicked by Fred Rosier. Fred Rosier. Got other stuff to worry about, sweetheart. Instead of chasing gold. You can go be a part of Bullet Club Gold, but you're not having Jamie Hader's gold right now. You can have it in like 2025. Maybe 2024. If I say so. Maybe 2025 if I say so. But Hader isn't losing. Unless Hader's seriously hurt and she needs time off. But other than that, Hater's not losing. I have a theory, so I'm going to give you my theory. Hater loses to Tony Storm at double or nothing. Which will give Storm her real title run that she should have due to Contarosa being a cunt. And then have Hater beat Tony Storm at All In in Wembley. Mm, but why would you do that? Because we're what? Three months away? If Tony Storm had to run, it should be longer than three months. It should at least go till maybe a revolution. I'm just saying, could you imagine the pop? I mean, no, I can a imagine. Hater winning in Wembley? No, I. And then that way you free Hater up. What's going to happen is Britt's going to cost Hater the championship at double or nothing, and Storm's going to get the win. So that frees Hater up. So she can feud with Britt Baker, and because that's what we all want is Hater to beat the shit out of Britt Baker. Let that feud go until August, and then Hater comes back after her title in August and wins it at Wembley. Mm. But where are you going to end this Hater and Britt feud at? Because you, I don't see. on TV. Britain Hater should be on a pay-per-view. And it won't be on Forbidden Door. Or. Or it could be. Or. Hater wins. Then you play it out a little bit. Then Brit turns on Hater. And then at All In, you have Hater. Versus Brit. In your triple main event. 
I'm kidding. They're not doing a triple main event. They'll do one main event. Probably a co-main event. But, anyways. Oh, Logan Paul will will be competing in Money in the Bank and SummerSlam this year. I like my theory. Anyhow. No, so... I'm not discrediting your theory. I I think we just want to see it play out. We want the same thing. We just want to see it play out in two different ways. Moving on, we get J6 six-pack six white. I think that's what we'll start calling him. He got a set of six-packs. Woo! Hmm. I could eat them like I eat a rack of ribs on my birthday. Oh, God. To the bone. Versus Ricky Starks. I could join this Jay White, Juice Robinson, Ricky Starks feud. A lot of people are bitching about it, but I like it. Well, you think both men are hot. Yeah, but I just like, I just like the feud. It was a good match. We see White goes to the outside trying to get Ricky to come out there and chase him. Starks begins throwing haymakers on White. White sends Starks into the ring apron. He gets a two count after hanging Starks from from a drop onto the rope. Starks with a back body drop on White. White slamming Starks into the apron of the ring. An inside cradle by Starks for a two count. Starks hits the spear. Then White begins clawing at Starks' eyes. Then Juice Robinson comes in with the chair. Starks takes the chair, and he uses the chair on Jay White. And Jay White gets the win after a disqualification. So I can see where people were upset with this finish. I think it, it makes sense, but also I would have liked to see the rest of this match play out and then have Jay White win and then maybe give Ricky the win back at double or nothing instead of Ricky cheating or not cheating of Ricky getting himself disqualified because then you kind of make Jay White look weak no I, I think if you look at it from my perspective in my perspective, is always right. But no, I'm just kidding. I think if you look at it as Starks let his temper get the best of him to where he used the chair and didn't really care about getting disqualified, if you look at it that way, it don't really make Jay White look weak. It, it makes Jay White look like he got Ricky so pissed off that Ricky had to get himself a DQ. Because Ricky knew he couldn't beat Jay White without the chair. Fair. Which probably will set them up for like a match on zero hour. Jay White's not going to be put on zero hour. Uh, They ain't got no room to put him on the main card. It's TK on Memorial Day weekend. Last week that dude had like 16 matches on the card. 
Yeah, that's true. There's only like eight or nine so far. Yeah, that might be true. I forgot. This this is an AEW pay-per-view, so we're going to get about 12 matches. Uh-huh. And we still have to have a trios title match. Moving on, we get the Don Callis promo that we've all been waiting for because everybody wants to hear what Don Boo Callis this had man. to say. Boo this man. I love Don Callis. Boo this man. So Don Callis comes out and says he's going to talk about what Kenny Omega did to him. And if it wasn't for Don Callis, there would be no Kenny Omega. There would have been no Kenny Omega in the Tokyo Dome. There would have been no IWGP World Championship. There would have been no AEW World Championship. Crowd is booing hard, and I mean hard for Don Callis. Omega's music hits. Omega comes out. I may or may not have written down in my notes, oh yeah, shirtless Kenny Omega. And he got a six-pack too. Omega begins to take out security. The BCC takes out Omega. Moxley hits a paradigm shift to Omega on the ramp. Moxley tells Omega to stay down, and that's his final warning. Then the Young Bucks come out with equalizers, meaning a trash can full of weapons. Omega takes the trash can lid, looking like Captain America. I will say, if Kenny Omega is Captain America... I wouldn't put him in storage like Brandon put his own Captain America in storage. It's Captain Canada. Mm-hmm. He could be my Capita Canada do my twat. However, they're still outnumbered because it's still four on three. Then Hangman's music hits. Omega looks at Hangman, hands him the broom wrapped in barbed wire. The Elite begin to take out the BCC. Horiyuta is taking most of this punishment. Can someone save Yuta? I mean, damn, Mox, Claudio, and Danielson are just standing there and making Yuta look like a sacrificial lamp. The Elite are in the ring. Hangman says, we are the heart and soul of AEW, and we are the Elite. Then goes on to say it will be the Elite versus the BCC. Anarchy in the arena. Mosley's facial expression when Hangman said anarchy in the arena. He was like... His eyes got huge. He was like, fuck. I don't know. I think he was might be saying... Oh, what the fuck can I come up with to do now? <laughs> so you know Moxley's going to bleed. You know Moxley is. You know Hangman will. Hopefully Danielson doesn't get a concussion this time. Knock on wood. Um, what else is there? Yeah, that's about it. I wish they, I wish they could do this. I wish there was a football stadium they could do this in so Hangman could come out in a horse like he did at TII Bank Stadium when they did it. There is. It's called Allegiant Stadium. Oh, that's right. I forgot Oakland moved there. Oh, that's right. They're getting a baseball stadium. That's that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So, 
We're getting anarchy in the arena between the elite and Blackpool Combat Club. I will have to say, Yuna did some major selling on this. He did. Like, poor Claudio was holding him up, and he was like, his face looked like it had been rocked. And not by my twat. You're old enough to be his mom! He's over 18, baby. Cougar. Uh, anywho, I enjoyed the segment. Cougar on the prowl. I don't need to know all of that. Nobody cares about the Indy 500 sports center. So your thought on all that? Um, I enjoyed the segment. Wish John Callis got his head bashed in, though, by Kenny. Yeah, he rolled out of the ring like like hot grease. I do think he's gonna have Takeshita fuck over the elite on Sunday. We talk about that on our predictions. Because I got a prediction on that too. Oh, okay. We're leaving you on a cliffhanger for Dynamite. Find out next. So that was dynamite. Not tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, our prediction show will come out tomorrow. So that was dynamite for dynamite. May seventeenth. I thought it was really good. People were bitching about it, but they always bitch about AEW because they think they know better. And I say to you, if you know better, then you get you a couple million dollars and start your own fucking promotion. If I had a couple million dollars, I would. Yeah, but you don't hate on everything AEW does. No. I also don't hate on everything WWE does. I don't either. Like, I've enjoyed the Cody and Brock stuff. I've enjoyed... Like... I didn't think Backsplash was as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was actually pretty decent. I was asleep there again. So. Yeah. So moving on to Rampage. Rampage starts out with the best amigos and the BCC. And Bandito is the new Wheeler Yuta for the best friends, which we are now calling the best amigos. Mox and Bandito start off. Mox beating the shit out of Bandito. Then Trent and Yuta exchange blows. Nice takedown by Trent. Chuck taking it to Yuta outside the ring. Claudio hits a vertical suplex on Chuck. Mox does a drop kick to Yuta to break up the pin that Chuck had on Yuta. Yuta gets the pin on Chuck Taylor. Well, this was a fun six, man. I enjoyed it. Why the fuck are we, we putting Bandito with the best friend? And tagging him to fucking Orange Cassidy. Like a goddamn lap dog. A, he wasn't tagging with Orange Cassidy. If you were watching, it was Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. That's not the point, dipshit. It went way over your head what I said. No, I understood what you said. You missed what I said. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? But also, with Bandito being a part of Best Friends, at least he's getting TV time now. Yeah, that's the only good thing, but it's still stupid. Like, whose bright idea was it for that? Tony Khan's. 
okay, so PK, that was a bad idea. You've had one bad idea. No, you've actually had several bad ideas. Like, put Narch Cassie on my TV all the time. Three fucking times last week, I had to see that motherfucker on my TV. Just for tonight? I hope it's four. Which you already get to see him once. Anywho, what's next? We're having a 25% off sale on Shop AEW for double or nothing shit. Cool, you should give me an Orange Cassidy shirt. No, no, I shouldn't. Not even if I want one for my birthday? Your birthday's in August. (laughs) But, what happened next? And then we get a Kyle Fletcher promo. Yay. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. He calls out Orange Cassidy, says that he is more international, that he was born in Australia and moved to England to wrestle. I really want Fletcher to win. Then we have a Jay Cargill open challenge. Her first opponent is some jobber. Jade with a punch to the face, then a fallaway slam. Pump kick gets the win. She's 58-0. and 0. Sterling gets on the mic and says, Texas, is that the best you have to offer? Um, we have more talent lined up. The second opponent comes out, some chick named Genesis, who trained, was trained by Dustin Rhodes at his academy. Jade wins, puts her at 59-0. and 0. They're trying to get Jade to 60. Third opponent comes out. However, Taya... Valkyrie's music hits. Taya lays out the third opponent. Taya goes down to the ring. Clothesline Jade knocks um, Layla Gray off the apron as Mark Sterling has the ref distracted. Tay hits the road to Valhalla. Taya grabs the microphone and says, Now who is that bitch? I will see you at double or nothing. And we'll talk about that when we do our predictions, too, because I got a rant to go on. Oh, yeah. Next, we get the acclaim with Billy Gunn versus the varsity athletes. Um, The acclaim is their pop is fading with fans. Not as loud as it used to be. Caster and Woods start off. Caster with a takedown on Woods. Billy Gunn with a shoulder tackle to Woods. Then Tony Nese begins to flex in front of Billy Gunn not the person you want to flex in front of because at like 50-some years old, Billy Gunn still got a body. Terrible. Billy Gunn takes off his shirt. Some dude in the front row starts jizzing all over himself for it. The acclaim get the win. Steroids. But, um, I mean, this match was okay. I don't have no complaints leaving this match. It was just there. Basically. Which, that's how most matches on Rampage are. Yeah. Anywho, what's next? Then we get a QTV promo, which I love QTV. I don't know why everybody... Ooh. Ooh. I don't know why everybody is bitching about it. Sorry. Are we ooing? Oh, Damn. This view of Will Ospreay laying the uh, hidden blade. His move? Yeah, the hidden blade on Tanahashi from New Japan the other night. This angle looks like he knocked the fuck out of Tanahashi. Probably did. He, he 
he tweeted on one rule in this jungle, bring me Archer. Um, QTV says that he signed them up for the Battle Royal. Harley, is her name Har- Harley Cameron? Mm-hmm. Says her first pay-per-view debut, and he says, not you. Um, Q mentioned, Q, fuck, lost my train of thought. QT mentions Miro while hyping up Collision. I don't understand why people don't like QTV. It's supposed to be a parody. That's the whole point. Doesn't bother me one way or another. Then we get the Hardy Boys and well, the Hardy Men. They're not boys no more. And Isaiah promo. Matt says it's official. We're gonna get the guns and Ethan Page versus the Hardys and Isaiah Casty. Jeff Hardy says that he wants tag team gold. Ethan comes out. Says he asked the guns for help, not to make matches. Tells Matt that we're done. Says he don't know Jeff, but we're done because he took a swanton from Jeff. Then Ethan brings up uh, Mark Quinn to Isaiah. Dropping hints. Hmm? Maybe. Looks like Ethan is playing Isaiah. The guns with the chairs taking it to the Hardys as they sneak up from behind. Isaiah being taken out by Ethan and the guns. They put a chair around his neck and they take out Isaiah. And then Ethan Page says, I will see you at double or nothing. That's if you can wrestle. This is where Mark Quinn comes back. Mm-hmm. Then when we get a Jericho segment, says Cole is a coward, says if he was there that he would beat his ass. Then the camera goes to outside the arena where Cole is standing. He says, you won't let me in the building. And that he's going to explain what's going to happen. And that he's going to make his life a living hell. And he's going to beat his ass every time that Jericho leaves the arena. Jericho then tears up the legal agreement and says that it is Noel Boyd. And challenges him to a non-sanctioned match at Double or Nothing. Cole says that's what he wanted. He enters the arena. He comes through the uh, crowd. Jericho is just standing there waiting for Cole to come into the arena. Dude, get the fuck out of there. Cole and Jericho begin to throw blows. Oh, damn. What are we old damning? Alice Bowman's cleared the race of the Coke 600. Nice. Hope he don't have a wreck and hurt his back again. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on those segments? Well, you see, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, we don't have proof of them tearing up the contract about the JAS. So... The JAS is still banned. Mm-hmm. So... Interesting things. Plus, mm, very interesting. I don't call on TV is always a good thing. That'd be true. In our main event, we have Dustin Rose versus Bishop Khan, which I mean, you can never go wrong with Bishop Khan on your TV. Dustin comes out with Keith Lee. Keith Lee goes back to the back. Khan attacks Dustin before he gets in the ring. We see Dustin with a clothesline off the rope. Dustin taking it to Khan outside the ring. Prince Nana trips up Dustin, allowing Khan to take advantage. Dustin gets 
slammed into the camera, thrown into the camera, and is busted open. Dustin hits a scoop slam on Khan, Dustin with the win over Khan. And after that, Brian and Cage attacks Dustin from behind. Swerve walks into the ring. Lee comes in for the save. Khan and Cage go to meet Lee. He takes them out. Lee getting in the ring. Cage and Khan attack Lee from behind. Lee takes a chair shot from Khan. Then Cage picks up Keith Lee and slams him. And then they have Keith Lee sitting in the chair and Swerve off the top rope stomps on Lee. And that's how we end Dynamite. Ouch. Thought Rampage was pretty good. Sorry, I said Dynamite. I meant Rampage. Rampage was alright. Don't have no glaring issues about it. But anyways, tonight's card. Yeah, bring up tonight's card. Let's talk about it. Already have it. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, we have the Lucha Brothers taking on Claudio Castanoli in Wheeler, Utah. Do you see the Luchas dropping the title? Mm, I see the Elite costing them the match. Costing Claudio and Yuta the match. Next up, we have everybody's favorite, and this is for the AEW International Championship, when Orange Cassidy defends his title against one half of the world's greatest tag team, Aussie Open, when Kyle Fletcher. I want Kyle Fletcher to win so bad, but I know he's not. Next up, we have an Which AEW... basically means Kyle Fletcher is going to carry this fucking match. We have an AEW World Trios Championship open house match when the House of Black takes on AR Fox, Grand Metalik, and making his AEW Dynamite debut, Blake Christian. Also, our woman's match for tonight is Taya Valkyrie. Hold up. Hold up. Why are you going so fast? I don't even get to talk about it. Well, then talk about it. If you don't say nothing, I'm going to move on. Why are we getting Ring of Honor shit on Dynamite? Yes, for the AEW trio belts, though. Yet again, why are you putting them on? Dynamite. They make the house of black look. They strong. are Ring of Honor talent. Why are they on Dynamite? But they're tied to AEW. And technically, none of them are besides AR Fox. AR Fox is signed to AEW. So, therefore, he is an AEW talent. And he's been teaming with Blake Christian and Grand Metal League. So, boom. Next. I'm really looking forward to that match, though. We have Taya Valkyrie taking on the debuting Lady Frost. Yeah, she sent out a tweet that she had to cancel her uh, an appearance in um, Australia. Motherfucker! What? 
and keep going. That she had to cancel her appearance in Australia because she is going to debut on Dynamite. I like her. We will hear from FTR. Yeah. We will hear from all four pillars. Yeah. We will hear from Ricky Starks. Yay! We have a contract signing between Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Well, we're going to have some fuckery in that. Well, not like fuckery fuckery, but like we're going to have some blows. And get ready to learn cult of personality, baby! Because Tony Khan announces the location of AEW Collision, Saturday Night Collision, on June 17th, live from the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Look at my eyes. What do you see? Trash. Trash. Anyways, that's your card for Dynamite tonight. And this is the go-home show before Double or Nothing. But, anywho, we'll see people later. Yeah, we will. We'll be back next Wednesday. We will. So, okay. Or do we need to do it early? Or do we need to do, do it early? Because if it goes into double or nothing. Do what early? Our AEW review. No. Okay. Not next week. Never mind. That went over your head. Oh, no, no. Oh, I get what you're saying. No. Okay. I I understand what you're saying now. Okay. Because shit that happens tonight could play into double Sunday. or nothing. So we'll do it Sunday. Second. And we were gonna we'll probably drop our double or nothing review Monday because you've got to come home and watch it. Mm-hmm. So we'll do it Saturday. Okay. So we'll have drop AEW on Saturday. Anywho, and I'm going to go make something to eat. I am too, before we record Ring of Honor that we're behind on. Technically, we're not behind. Well, no, we were supposed to release it on Friday, and it's Wednesday. Yeah, but it's coming out before the next episode, so therefore we're not behind. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Peace out.